Greetings, anecdoters. It's Aaron Siru of SiruPhoto.com and Anecdotal Podcast. Oh, man, we got a good one for you tonight. I hope you guys had a good weekend. It's been uh, pretty lovely here. Been a lot of walking around, some exercising. The weather's been really rainy, which is kind of my favorite. And we're like on the verge of getting some really lovely autumn weather, which is my jam. When the leaves start changing, the weather gets cool, gets rainy and windy. And just all my favorite, favorite weathers. No more heat, hopefully, for the foreseeable future. I know, I'm weird like that. I know, I know. But I'm from Florida originally. And uh, for me, I've had plenty of heat and plenty of summer to last me pretty much a lifetime. I'll take my northeast, uh, my northeast New York seasons and of winter and fall and, and spring. Thank you very much. Anywho, so tonight we had a lot of fun. We were on the, the horn with uh, Faye Daniels, who is a model, photographer, publisher of BabeFest, um, and who just recently started up a brand new thing called the Bee Collective, all which is a big celebration of, of women artists, and it's just really, really wonderful. Megs and I have been massive fans of hers for a long time, and we have yet to actually meet in person, um, unfortunately, it's just nothing's really worked out where, where she's come through New York while we've had, or while we've been here or anything so eh, we'll, we'll be able to figure out next year i'm sure hopefully we'll have a nice long weekend where faye comes down and we can all hang out but why wait right that's the beauty of the internet and that's the beauty of technology we can all hang out whenever we want to so tonight we skyped up with faye talked about all the things she's been working on um the just really just all things Faye, uh, what she's been working on, her story, how she got to what she's doing, how she uh, feels about the different like you know fat shaming shit going on out there, um, and just and getting her thoughts on all this stuff. It was really really fun. So um, without further ado, let's get this going. I hope you guys really enjoy. And uh, so yeah, here's Faye Daniels and I chatting it up. Enjoy. <music> Good. Thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, like uh, Megs and I were we were walking around and um, we were talking. She was telling me about the Bee Collective thing, and I was just like, man, you know, between Babe Fest, between the Bee Collective, between just generally like her and I are like super fan people of you. We just like fan person you all the time. And every time we see something show up on the internet, we're always just like, Oh, she's so awesome. And then, you know, we had the, the, the photos from Katie West and the uh, art show. And, yeah. and between like, it's just, it was just like, I need to like, and we haven't been able to like physically connect yet. And so I was just like, all right, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to see if she wants to Skype with me and we can do a little podcast or something. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Did Katie tell you the story behind the photos that she submitted? No, no. All right. So, yeah. So I, we had the Intimacy ER show. Uh, Katie submitted photos of you with the, the like the red and everything. It was really cool. And uh, so what, what was the story behind them? So Katie West and I met on the internet. Yep. Um, I used to have a website where I was naked. <laughs> and she actually like, I think she just saw a couple photos of me, but then she actually subscribed to my website for a little bit. Uh-huh. And she was shooting downtown. We were from the same city before she moved to London. Yeah. And she just invited me randomly one day, had never met me, never spoke to me. <laughs> just invited me one day to shoot. And I was like, Okay, because I love you, of course. <laughs> um, so I ended up going downtown, and we were shooting. And the first time I met her, and of course, like, we're naked because that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, so it's been an hour. Like, do you feel comfortable putting your head in my vagina? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and that's like, those. so those two photos that were in the intimacy show 
we're literally like the first time that we had ever met. That's so funny because that reminds me of a story I have of Katie myself where um, the first time we met her, Megs and I, she was here in New York uh, visiting, uh, I think she was traveling through, and we're like, we have to meet up and shoot and the whole thing. And she wanted to shoot Megs, I wanted to shoot her, everything was cool. We went out to Prospect Park and we're talking and I was telling her about my um, Press Flora series I've been working on how I wanted to like, you know, like you take flowers and press them into some glass and then press the glass up against like, you know, the labia and like do these little quick photos and really just like idea. And she's like, well, that sounds really cool. It's like, like I met her, I just met her like 30 minutes ago and I was just like, so can I take a picture of your vagina? And she's like, sure. <laughs> it's very, um, it's not odd to me. I don't want to say odd. I just want to say like, amazing I think is the word that I want to use how like you meet people who are like us like there are people mm -hmm. you know like whether they're artists and even if they're not photographers even if they're not nude on the internet like they're your people so like you instantly meet them and you're kind of just down for whatever like I know but I think I think the key and this is the part I think people miss out on is that you know you have to build a connection and it's with people you build that connection with fast like if you meet someone and you have that connection and you you feel like there's that kindred spirit there you know it's like people when that happens you're almost like you can do almost anything and everybody's yeah. like everybody just wants to have fun and do some really cool art and be creative and have like have a blast you know whereas like I also had a podcast where I um, spoke with uh, Brie, um, who released the blacklist of all the, you know, the photographers who were sexual mm -hmm. predators, and which will probably tie back in nicely to some of the stuff you're working on. Um, and it's a very different thing, you know, where you have like, it's it's more of the, uh, I don't know the words, I'm, I'm kind of blanking out, where it's like a very different mindset, where it's like, you're almost just like, you're, you're a model, you're, you're a, a, a thing, and then they want to like, control and take advantage, and it's a very different situation, and... But when you have that other one, the collaborative connection, and it's like positive and fun, the shit that we can make is like amazing. I feel like those are two completely different worlds right? to me, anyways. I mean, I'm all, like, I'm not a traveling model, and maybe that's you know where the disconnect in that comment is for me. Yeah. But like, you know, in what I do, uh, like. I only meet like the coolest people like for real <laughs> and I I'm so serious like not that you know people haven't asked me to model and haven't been rude to me or like all of those things however like maybe I just like sniff it out really quickly or maybe it's just because I mainly do work with women yeah but like I don't know like everyone that I've met in like in and around the circle, like everyone is just cool. And I'm like so thankful and ob obviously like I'm so blessed for that. I, I agree. Like I feel like I've been very, very lucky. I've worked with, for the vast majority, um, just wonderful people who have been just like wonderful to work with. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. And it's just, you know, you meet someone. I, I try to get a sense of who they are and what they are. And then you kind of work around with that and try to bring that out and who they are and kind of show that to everybody. And and it's just always been a lot of fun. And then there's the ones that I really build a connection with, like an extra step, you know. And it's those people where you like, you'll have some random, and then sometimes it's the most random, bizarro idea. And you're just like, oh my God, you send a text like, hey, I, I have this idea. I want to do this really random, stupid, crazy thing. What do you think? And they're like, sure. And you just like meet up somewhere and go do it. And it's always like, yes, thank you so much. It's, it's great to have those like partners that you can cl just collaborate with on, yes, on paper, they sound like stupid, you know, like insane. I, I just want to, all right, I want to like put like a foxtail on you, go onto the snow, and we're going to mimic the story of, of a fairy tale with a fox and you're going to be naked and it's like in the woods and it's like, okay. <laughs> that is totally what I meant by my earlier comment being like down for whatever because we'll just be like shooting and because we don't plan anything like we're the worst planners ever Katie and I. Uh, so we literally just like go places and work with whatever's there and we like get ideas while we're there and then we move through them and stuff like that but it's kind of like 
hey, why don't I get naked and let me smear mud all over you and then jump off this rock and, like, maybe kill yourself. But, you know, try to be, like, a unicorn, okay? <laughs> Go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, speaking of Katie and you, you guys are, are, like, not just collaborating on the art stuff. You guys are doing some pretty epic things. You have Babe Fest, and you have this new thing, I, I think it's new, called Be, the Bee Collective, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Babe Fest, you just released your second volume, right? How's that going? Is it awesome? How's been the reception and all that stuff? Um, they actually tie in together. So I'm going to start okay. talking about Babe Fest, and then I'm just going to kind of segue. Hopefully all right. Tell, cool. tell me about the this awesome world of, like, women in art celebrating each other and doing, like, just, just loving and taking care and, and collaborating with each other. Tell me all about it. Yeah. So... Babe Fest, it is our second year. Uh, our first year was last year, and it kind of just happened in the best way. I was talking to Jax Fishburne, who I know that yep. you know as well, um, and she was like, I love you. Come down, meet me, like, come down for the week, whatever you want to do, and we'll shoot. And I mentioned it to Katie, and she just kind of invited herself. And <laughs> once she was on board, other people heard about it. And it was just like collectively, everyone made themselves available. They showed up. We had like, uh, we stayed at Jax's house, and we just shot for like, you know, a good like four or five days. That's and amazing. at the end, you know, of everyone just meeting and shooting and just. <laughs> kind of feeding off of each other we're like okay we made amazing things like what are we going to do with this and babe fest was born boom that's how it <laughs> yeah. goes so we did the second one this year and we had some different collaborators um yeah, i know you had kate sweeney in there this time yeah, we drove to Ohio. We worked with Kate. We had a couple of my friends from Montreal. And we actually did something that was something that we don't normally do. And I don't mean to sound whatever, but we don't normally have male photographers. Yeah. But Derek, uh, Derek Woods and his lady, Julie Sharp, were in Montreal while we were shooting. And Derek Woods is pretty epic. So <laughs> we decided to shoot with him while we were there. And we did use some of his photos. He is not in the magazine, just a couple of his photos. Uh, but he's celebrating the women. And yeah. his, he, he, was, he was a cool person, so it all worked out good, right? For sure. Um, he, his photography is all about women and all about, you know, the power of women, too, I think. And I think that that's why it fits so well. But what we also ran into was just like, especially after the first Babe Fest, everyone was like, oh, my God, like, this is a cool project. We want to be a part of it. And, you know, unless people travel and like they all have the same time off and whatever, like it's really hard to coordinate something like that. Oh, absolutely. Forget about it. It's hard enough to coordinate just shooting with someone in general. Add in like a second person, a third person, and just forget about it. Yeah, exactly. But like you know, just with the internet being so amazing, we know all of these great people, we see their work and we're just dying to shoot with so many of them that that's kind of where Be Collective like stemmed from. So the whole idea is for it to be a platform and just like bring everyone who creates somewhat like us together so we can inspire each other, reach out and have a community, have people work together and all of us show work at the same time. Type that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And the Bee Collective is is really just, that's for women, right? That's women only. It is. The, and the main reason behind that is we kind of touched on it earlier. And I think But when, of, when will men have a voice? Well, so you have such a project. What do you mean? <laughs> when, when, when are men going to have a voice in the world? When are men going to have a chance to express themselves? Come on, Faye. <laughs> You're blocking out half the people. You know, you know what it was, though, for us, is that especially being a model um, and, like, coming from that place, so often you are seen as an object, seen as a mm -hmm. thing, and... You know, it's mainly men who want to shoot you, mainly men who pay for jobs. So models are kind of put into an environment where, you know what, you're going and whether like when you model, it's my opinion that you collaborate, like you give as much as the photographer does almost Absolutely. when you're in that space. And especially, you know, 
when men are hiring you anyways, it's very like their vision, their photographs. Like they sometimes don't even name their models. They don't give them credit. And they really show you in a specific way. And it tends to be more sexualized, you know, (laughs) that's just the way that it is. So Bee Collective was really about kind of taking that back for us. Um, A lot of the women who I've chosen to work with over the last little while, not that I don't work with men, I do, but I definitely work with more women. Um, It's really been about taking that back and like showing the woman's perspective. And I, in general, like the way that women photograph and show me as a person more than most males. Um, So that's kind of what it was about. And that's why it's women only. Like, not to say that men don't have a place and like any like any of that or that they shouldn't have a voice this is just our voice well i i think i and this is something that i did with fish without a bicycle um when i was doing the video cast um where i would like talking with katie west and you know kate sweet and everybody it wasn't that i'm necessarily a misandrist or anything like that but um it was more about just getting giving non-males a a place to just kind of hang out get to know the you know a non-male and like let them talk about their art or whatever they're into and just give them a space because i I mean there's one thing this world has had plenty of it's uh, a voice for the males and you know i feel like between women and trans uh trans women trans people non-binaries everybody out there who are like who've always been marginalized and you know whatever you have a chance to kind of just little things like that just whether it be a hanging out a podcast or a video cast or something like this website the bee collective i mean to me it sounds just like a great place to kind of just celebrate each other a little bit and it's it's almost like uh, you know it's almost like that kind of analogy where they have like a People say, you know, you have the Black Lives Matter thing, and some people are like, well, all lives matter. So, well, yeah, yeah, of course, all lives matter. No one's saying that. You know, but yeah, but it, it's about, you know, it's about Black Lives Matter, too. It's like making that a thing so people understand. It's kind of like when people say, save the rainforest, they're not saying, fuck all the other rainforests. They're saying, like, or fuck all the other forests. They're saying, like, we need to really focus on the rainforest. And I think in this case, it's like, you know, we can celebrate non males and just be like, Yay! You know, it's 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 there's some wonderful stuff going on there, and I think you need to see it. And that, that, to me, that's fantastic. There's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I think I, that I don't know. I just want people to be free in it, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like to feel comfortable enough to show whatever they want to show, and just really be free within that. Because I know a lot of women who are models and photographers, like myself, like they shoot a lot of stuff that you know involves their sexuality involves Mm -hmm. their vagina involves like that part of themselves but they don't often show it and I think that that's because you know they're unsure about how it's going to be taken or you know they're worried about it being seen as porn and having all of those you know males comment and this that and the next Mm -hmm. thing but I feel I just feel like that's so much a part of you as a woman and you should feel comfortable enough to like not only make that art but show that art and like converse about that art and all of that like I really hope that it ends up being a place where people feel like free enough to show everything that they create just a safe place right a safe space yeah Yeah, absolutely and I mean I feel like that's whenever you find a safe space for whatever it is that you're 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 into or feeling emotionally like it, I, people for example um you know i go to reddit and some people like really like attack reddit for being massages and all stuff but if you actually go into some of the subreddits there's some really wonderful safe spaces for people there's a trans space one there's the 2x chromosome one where people can go in there and it's heavily moderated so that you can't get the weirdos in there who are like kind of creepy or whatever and you can get in there and you can talk about issues and, and and explore issues and kind of put yourself out there a little bit and kind of you know see what you know and get some feedback or whatever it is you're looking for you know and absolutely having a safe space like that now you've got the tumblr and you you're you're, are you launching a website too or or is it even launched i messed that up (laughs) you mean for b collective yeah for the b collective so the way that we're working it right now is that uh we basically have everything so we do have like twitter facebook tumblr (laughs) we have a website but the 
thing that we're hoping to do with it is like as people start contributing and stuff like that, we're going to be featuring stuff mainly on Tumblr. And then we actually want to make it a quarterly photo magazine. Yeah. Um, and that's what the website is going to be for primarily. So in the interim, it's mainly a Tumblr um, type thing. And then once the first edition of the magazine comes out, then uh, I think more of it will be on the website at that point. Oh man, you know, I've been doing the zines for a few years, you know, and that's, that was, whew, it's, it's publishing a magazine. It's, it's tough, you know, I mean, it's hard to get people, it's, it's starting from scratch is tough, you know, because you gotta like, you gotta start doing the whole thing where you build followers, you gotta get the the Twitter followers, the social media, you have to drive people to your websites and all that stuff. And hopefully that the sense, because you have a lot of collabor like collaborators in there, like Megs is in there and everything that people can start, you can drive people to the site easier. That's one of the things we found with the art show when we had the intimacy art show was that by having so many artists in the show, it was, they were able to spread the word and drive people to the show versus just like having me sit there like barking every five minutes come to my show come to my show (laughs) exactly and i think that i'm hoping it's going to be easier because of that point like when we originally had the idea i sent out just like a hey would you even be interested type of a message to like 65 people and this was just over instagram and everyone was like hey yeah yeah. we'll submit you know (laughs) like so i just think that it's giving them time to actually make things to submit. And then, you know, it's just a timing thing. But I think that because we already know everyone that at least we're starting out with, like it'll, you know, and hopefully it grows and grows. But I think that all of those people have enough followers to make it like even a mediocre kind of success, <laughs> <laughs> which is really all that we're hoping for, right? But um, well, I mean, you're on Tumblr, so at the very least, if they submit something, it gets posted, then they can reblog it on their own blogs, you know, yeah. which they all have followers to some degree. Like Megs has followers. I don't know who else is on there besides like a few of the people I saw, but you know, like some of the people I'm sure have a lot of followers, and and just those reblogs will get people like seeing it, and it gets around. So I mean, I think you'll be okay. I think the hard part is just going to be like keeping that momentum going over time because that's what I found is when you get people working in stuff, like keeping them, just keeping it coming, you know, keeping that flow of, of, of art coming in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. I think that, I don't know, it's, it's so hard to talk about because I feel like it's still somewhat of an idea. Yeah. Like we're just launching everything now and I feel like there's going to be so many hurdles that we haven't even thought of that we're going to like come into head first and we're going to just have to deal with it. But I don't know. It was just one of those ideas that was just like, if I don't at least try, Absolutely. I'm going to regret it. You know, Absolutely. So, I mean, if, it, if it's a complete failure. <laughs> no, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Like uh, Megs and I, like every single thing we do and we do everything that pops in our head, everything. And, you know, and a lot of them, a lot of stuff we do fails, you know, and it's fine, you know, because some of our very, this is what we always say together, some of our very best, like, uh, creations or artworks or ideas or whatever have come from the failures. Like the things that we did that didn't work out, like spun off into something that was really awesome that we're really happy with and really proud of. You know, it's not about making money. It's not about doing anything. It's just really about like getting getting what you need out of you and, and expressing yourself and, and getting it out there and, and just and, and having fun doing it. Because I mean, we get one go with this life. And if you spend the entire time not doing something, then you're dead. And what's the point of that? So give it a shot, right? Exactly. And I'm not sure if you feel like this, but like, this is my balance. Like, I don't know what I would do with myself if all I had was like my day job. I know. I don't honestly like, I sit there and I like, I'm that person who thinks all these crazy ideas and I'm like writing down notes about (laughs) art projects and like, I can't wait to get off. And some days I just feel so caged there because all I want to do is paint or all I I want to do is like, you know, whatever. So there are days when like, I'll have nothing to do. Right. And every now, it happens every now and then where, you know, we don't like, I'm done. I finished a few things. I finished, I don't have any shoots to the day. I've, I've painted the stuff I feel painted out. And it'll be like a Sunday afternoon or whatever. And this happens like it's blue moon. But when it does happen and I sit there and I'm like, well, what do I do now? And it's like, 
do I put on the you know put on the TV maybe? And I'm like, well, all right, well, this this is I mean it's fine to watch a little TV. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just like, what? What do, what the fuck do people do all weekend long if there's like <laughs> you know it's, you're asking so like what do you what do people do I don't know it's like to watch football I don't, I have no idea what they they mow the grass I, I it's like yeah. <laughs> how do they fill you know those those you have about sixty hours a weekend right how how do they fill those sixty hours and and f- with a fulfilling life I have honestly no fucking clue what people do. I'm lost. I sit yeah, there on the couch like no completely idea. lost. <laughs> I had one of those days today where I was like, it's been raining all weekend here uh-huh. where I live. So I've been inside. I haven't been able to like go running or I don't know, just do anything really. So, so I've, I've done my stuff. Like I finished a painting. I did all my laundry. <laughs> like I've like checked off all my lists and I'm just like, I was watching TV before this and I was just like, zoned out completely like I wasn't even a person anymore and I was just like people do this all the time all the time I can't handle it like and you know I, I can't you know, handle it for a day but then they but then they spend like the the work week like waiting for the weekend so they, they go they, they get up go to work you know come home eat you know, watch TV, go to bed, repeat five times a week. And then, you know, Friday comes and the weekend's here and they're really happy about that. And then I, I don't know what they're doing through the weekend. And then, you know, and then they turn around and they go back to work. They're literally spending five-sevenths of their life waiting for two-sevenths to occur. And then what are they doing for those two-sevenths besides, like, watching eight hours of football or whatever it is? I have no fucking clue. And it's like it, – or it, it, I don't know. And I, I try to, like – just we don't do that i'm not saying we're better than anybody else i'm not saying anything like that i'm just saying for us in our life you know we come home from work and and we want to art we want to listen to music we want to hang out we want to like we want you know like do stuff and and create things and and you know whatever it is i mean don't get me wrong we definitely spend hours of our lives scrolling through tumblr and reblogging shit all day long (laughs) we're not better than anybody else like it's really it's really funny how you know creatives as a people really know just a lot of other creatives like yeah and for everyone who isn't one like my mom is not one and I was with my mom last weekend and she works very hard on her garden that's what she does she's a gardener but then once it's done Literally, all she does is sit out in the garden. And I know that she's enjoying it. And I know that, you know, like, that's what she does all that work for. But I was just, like, I was ready to, like, just off myself. Like, I couldn't (laughs) sit there anymore without, like, (laughs) doing something. I do find that a lot of people get really into one thing. And, you yeah. know, then, and they, and they live that one thing. Like, um, you know, I ride my bike and I, I've known through, you know, my life, a lot of cyclists and there are people who are like really into cycling. I mean, that's, that's their, that's, they talk about cycling. They ride their bikes on the weekends. They go online and they talk about cycling and it's cycling, cycling, cycling. Then there are people who are into gadgets, right? So they're all about like messing with gadgets. They go online and talk about gadgets and they just like focus on gadgets, whatever it is. And I feel like maybe that's one of the, like people find a thing. And they just get like, they go down the rabbit hole of that thing, and they just become all about that thing, and and it's just it's all consuming. I I couldn't imagine spending my entire life like devoted to just like one thing. I want to like, yeah. You know, for me, I just I can't sit still, and I, I just gotta like create all kinds of shit and do all kinds of shit all the time. I just I just can't I can't do it. It blows my mind. I like. How would you be or how would you feel? How would you even make the decision if you had to choose only one of your things? I couldn't do it. I don't even know. Exactly. Like, I, there are times when I'm like, I get on a roll where I'm like, I'm starting to build momentum on like one of my projects and it's going and it's going and it's getting a lot of like love on the internet and things are going really good. People are like, oh my God, I really love that thing you're working on. It's like, oh, thanks so much. And then I'm like... Okay, I'm bored. Next, and it's like just boom, done, and I'm moving on. And you know, I, I feel like if I could be one dimensional, I would be a much more successful photographer. 
we would probably all be a lot more successful if we chose one thing and just did that thing over and over because that's how you get really great at something. Or it's just a probability too of like hitting that one thing that sparks something on the internet and makes yeah. you crazy famous. Like, yeah. whatever. We're not those people. To, I need to do something that's highly bloggable. I do feel like, I do feel like, you know, what you're doing though, the Be Collective and Bayfest, not that it's highly bloggable, but it, I think it has a lot of like, a, 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 it's it's needed and it's important and I do hope that as you guys keep doing it like you it's not just working with a bunch of amazing women out there but like trans women and and you know agender gender queer people and there's there's so many wonderful people out there who probably have just like aching to get just express themselves that you guys should explore people of color and and just kind of really have some fun with it and just like and just really go with it you know it could be it could be wonderful and I think places like Huffington, Refinery29, Refinery and all those places would probably just love to hear about you once you get going, you know? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Got a little, you're getting a little glitchy there. One sec. Oh, you're all glitched up on me. Honestly, like my big hope. <laughs> Tell me when we're good. <laughs> I think we're good. Oh, you're back now. All right, cool. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I was just saying that, like, with this Be Collective thing, like, honestly, I hope that women from all over the world, all different, like, races, religion, like, sexuality, just, like, everything, like, come and, like, collaborate together. Like, that is my big dream for it. So, I mean, if that happens and it's not successful, like, that's the success that I hope absolutely you know what i mean like that'll be a success to me i don't need anything more than that <laughs> that's that, that's to me that's that to me that's exactly the same you know i'm not doing this for financial gain if you did if i was trying to be rich i wouldn't sell zines i would have never you don't get rich on selling zines you certainly don't get rich painting watercolors in a, a moleskin book but you know <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm just doing it to get it out of my brain but um i do i have to ask you this though like how 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 did this all come out? How did how did Faye Daniels come to be? Like you you've you've led a pretty fascinating life. I mean you were you were uh, I think you were on online. You were a BBW model, and then you did the photography and the modeling and everything. Like, where like how did how did this all come about? How did you fall into the world of of nakedness? Um, when I was I think seventeen or eighteen, I like was a member of suicidegirls.com and everyone mm -hmm. knows who suicide girls is um mm -hmm. and i was in love with them but obviously like i do not fit in their niche but they had a subgroup on the site um that was for plus size women mm -hmm. so i joined you know whatever and on there members who were plus size took their own sets a lot like what the models did mm -hmm. and they just posted them in there Oh, hold on, hold on one sec. We're, hold on one sec. We're losing you again. these to be i want i want to record and all of course but if it didn't i'd be like you know just hanging out with faith is pretty awesome <laughs> all right so you were saying that you were on suicide girls there was a plus size like sub forum type section where a lot of people would like share their own photos yeah exactly so they would take their own photos you know just in their home with their this was like Oh my god how long ago was i was 17 <laughs> i don't know i don't know how old you are now <laughs> I'm going to be 32 next week. My birthday's on Tuesday. Oh, my. So, you know, we're talking over 10 years ago. Yeah. We had, like, when digital cameras first, like, <laughs> you know, kind of got popular and were at a price point where most people were starting to buy them. Yeah, yeah. And people were just, like, in their bathroom or in their living room taking photos, kind of, like, 
to look like what the Suicide Girls did, just uh -huh. without the professional photography. And all the and extra lighting and makeup and photo shooting, or photoshopping all the shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I went into the group and I, like, saw these women. And that was honestly, like, the first time in my life that I had seen, like, a naked plus-size body, like, being like adored and desired and like people like were all over these girls just like with love not like with rude comments but yeah just like, oh my god you're amazing um and i instantly just like wanted what they had <laughs> so i kind of like started the same thing i like started taking little photo sets in my freaking bathroom and like you know whatever mm -hmm. and it was so long like, it was almost a year, I think, until I got, like, fully nude. But um, I eventually got to that point. And then the next step was, like, well, obviously all of these people who leave me feedback, obviously, like, my body. And, like, there are people out there who want to see it. Like, why can't there be a plus-size suicide girl? So I applied, and I actually got accepted. Oh. Yeah. But, like... I didn't fit in, and I knew that I didn't fit in, but I kind of had a little attitude about it. <laughs> well, Suicide so. Girls is very, they, they claim to be for uh, the, the, like an alternative girl or whatever, especially back then, but in reality, I mean, they're, they're a lot like Playboy. They have a very specific look, and it's, it's, a, it's their own cookie cutter. It's not the same cookie cutter as Playboy, but it's, it's a cookie cutter of some kind, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and I just, I knew that I didn't fit because I knew that. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just be myself. Like, I'm going to go and start my own website and like, F you, like <laughs> people will still pay to see me. And I knew that. So I had a website, I had another website um, and it was fine. Like I made some money, not like big money or anything like that, but yeah. like I made money on the side doing that and I didn't really feel like I fit in there either. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the bigger girls who have websites, they really play to, like, the fetishes yeah. that go behind that. And that wasn't me. Like, I was, like, I was too big to be, like, a part of, say, Suicide Girls. But I was too small to be part of the BBW world. People la label some of my size as, like, a plumper. So I was kind of in the middle there. I wasn't doing any fetish stuff. I was kind of just, like, doing these really cute striptease type of whatevers. Yeah. And... It just got boring. After like two years of it, I was just like, hey, like I don't want to do the same thing anymore. Yeah. And I found Katie West and I liked her style of photography so much more. And that's when I really like got into photography as an art instead of just, you know, when I had my website, I guess I just did the same thing over and over, like the same lighting setup, just a yeah. different idea. And with meeting Katie and like just seeing her work like it really broke me out of that shell and I started exploring that more well that's uh, fantastic yeah that's how's, how's the feedback been I know I mean I know you have your fans like we're obviously big fans as well but I also know that you know there's plenty of people out there who who do you know fat shame and there's the whole like reddit had that what was that subreddit called like fat people hate or whatever and it's you know ha have you had to deal with any of like the the shitters out there or are you just like you get that shit in from telling me like ah oh, fuck it and just like ignore it or like feel it or what do you like how how has that been for you you know what i don't know why i don't get a lot of it <laughs> i think because you're awesome it's like how can you i don't get a lot of hate either you know from anybody i think it's just because you don't we don't attract that person i think so too it must be the way that i hold myself and like, I don't label or tag my pictures as anything other than what they are to get more attention or anything like that. And I'm really, like, I feel like I just have my spot now. And I feel like what I put out there, the right people see. I mean, of course I get, like, dudes who send me, like, sexual whatever, yeah. you know. But, I mean, that bounces off me so easily. Like, I just deleted it. It doesn't even phase me. Like, there's no one – but – no one sends me messages that are like, oh, my God, you're fat. You should die. Or Like, I just don't get any of that. And I don't know why, because other people online have been like, 
just bombarded with stuff like that before, know. you know? I, I don't I, maybe I don't know what the difference is. I think Cam was also like Cam Damage, you know, was also like uh she didn't really get hit with a lot of like weird stuff either. I think she got to a point of popularity where now she seems and maybe it's just what she's like responding to because I know she likes she likes to respond to these people and like kind of put them in their place on her on her site. You know, when mm-hmm. they come back and like say she looks like a boy or she does this where you have no boobs. Or she they she gets all the other side of it where she's like, you know, usually like not feminine enough and the whole thing and she just kind of takes at it like 100% but I feel like you know it's it's maybe there's just a certain like awareness that we we just we just live in this little world our little happy you and I have our little happy like fans who like us and kind of get what we're doing and kind of love us but we're not kind of big enough yet where we're going to draw the attention of the weirdos out there you know who just want to bring the world down I think it's also people who chase more, if that makes sense. Like, I don't, like, I don't need to have any more followers than I have today. Like, oh, I, don't I see need what you're saying. You know, but the people who are out there trying to be Tumblr famous or trying to be internet famous in whatever way, if they're, like, they're sometimes putting out content just to shock people or to even, like, egg them on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that we do that because it's not what we need. Um, so I think that that sometimes plays into it as well. Not that I don't think that the people who get comments like that shouldn't respond. I guess I just think that there's a right and wrong way to go about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion anyways. Well, you're, you're Canadian, aren't you? I am Canadian. Yeah, I can hear the U's in there a little bit. <laughs> so it's also in your nature to be somewhat nice about the whole thing. I mean, you guys, yeah. <laughs> I just, I think it also comes from the fact that I like, it's very, just, it's apparent to me, you know, that I am not everyone's cup of tea. And like, that doesn't even come from just the looks department. Like, I'm a really straightforward, opinionated girl. And especially in business, like, I can be a bitch, you know? Like, yeah. I, because that's what I have to be in my industry. And I don't apologize for any of that. Um, I just know that, you know what? Like, whether it's because I'm bigger than I'm not your cup of tea, because of my attitude, I'm not your cup of tea. Like, there's no way in the world that everyone out there is going to like me. Oh, absolutely. So, Absolutely. Like I, I don't want everyone to like me. To exactly. But for those people to have something to say, like, I guess it's easier for me to just brush off because I was never trying to impress them in the first place. Yeah. And why encourage them, right? Exactly. Some, sometimes yeah. I feel like just by, if you, and I, this is where I get in trouble because I go on, on, I'll go on a website or something like that and I'll get into epic battles over all <laughs> kinds of stuff. I was on a, I'm not kidding. I was on a, a tech blog, no, a tech website having a big fight about, you know, transgender people using the bathroom and also with an abortion argument. So I got two separate arguments on a tech website and I couldn't let it go. I just had to get in there and just like beat them in their head to get my point across. And it was like, what am I doing? I'm just like, every time I respond, it just, they have to respond back. So it's a never ending thing. I'm not going to change their minds. I'm just going to inflame them to keep going. And there's a point where it's like, all right, I got it. I got to be done. I can't do this. I can't like, what am I doing? Fighting people on the internet who I don't know, who have no bearing on my existence whatsoever. You know, what am I doing? And you just got to like, all right, I just done. I stop. I got to stop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Have you, um, last thing I'll talk about, I guess, is have you seen that thing that went around with, uh, like, what was that YouTube person, Nicole Arbor going like the whole, like she had this like dear fat people, YouTube thing. Did you see this at all? Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't even oh, seen this. I'm so sorry. Don't, don't even, don't click it. It's just, okay. it's, she's an idiot. She pretty much was like, had, I, I don't know who she is. I guess she's some kind of YouTube personality. And she does these like, like highly edited, cut up little YouTube monologue things. And one of them was like, Dear Sluts, one's this, Dear This, Dear That. And she's just some blonde, whatever person. And, um, had one called, you know, Dear Fat People, where she's like, you know, just kind of going off on fat people. And it's really pissed off a lot of people, obviously, you know, where she actually had, she pulled the video and then put it back up, claiming that YouTube pulled the video, and then she got fired from a gig that she almost got. And she's got a lot of, like, you know, the whole fat shaming thing in general has been going around is is kind of, it's becoming part of the conversation of mainstream, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how people are reacting to 
like I don't know I don't know I thought maybe it's a scene it going around the internet so I thought I'd bring it up I think it's like you know the whole f your beauty standards and fat positivity and stuff like that is like it it's bigger now than it has ever been mm-hmm. right um and people are going to have stuff to say I just think that you know anyone who's in the movement and who's you know like I don't, I don't want to say pro fat but like pro body positivity or anything like that I mean that's your choice do you know what I mean like yeah. you can't let people like that like run your life or like make up your mind about you know one thing or another like you just have to do you and you have to be confident because living your life hating yourself is just no way to live like no one should ever wake up every single day and look in the mirror and just be disgusted like that's I've lived that before you know and that's it's so horrible like I wouldn't wish that upon anyone and I just think that like the people putting out these things whether they're jokes or you know whether they are their actual opinions like I don't think that they see that side of it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, like, they don't because they can't. They they have they can't understand it. It's it's. I mean, she's a an attractive blonde. You, you and she's YouTube popular, so she's got fame and fans who think she's awesome. I'm sure, and you know that kind of thing sees itself, and you end up just feeling pretty awesome about yourself. And so her her existence is like she's awesome. You know, yeah. she's she's attractive. I'm 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 hot. People love me. I'm funny. People think I'm great. You know, she. It's just you don't have a thing. Where I mean, my whole entire life, you know, I've struggled with. I fluctuated with weight. I was heavier when I was younger. Then I've lost some weight. Then I gained some weight. and I've lost weight. My family has all been you know is all larger on my dad's side, especially. And it's something that you know I've constantly and I still struggle with my body. And and I'm not overweight or anything but it's still a funny little body and i look in the mirror every day and i just see myself i i, I still fight to see myself in a, in a way that i like it you know and that's that's like a, a daily battle to kind of like my body and i don't think people understand like how hard that is to like every day like wonder what your clothes are doing how are they hanging off you what are they showing are they showing things you don't want to show are you feeling really self-conscious about how this is sitting on you and just like and how how people are perceiving you is when that becomes your your main like focus in your brain like how people see you like your body it fucks with you really hard it does it does i just i my constant wonder is just like how the fuck did we end up here in the way that like we look at someone a stranger that we don't even know and our first instinct is what's wrong with them or to cut them down or to be jealous or to be whatever, like all of these negative feelings before we would ever normally like just compliment them or be like, Hey, want to sit beside me and have lunch or just even speak to them to like know their story or anything like that. Like we sooner put someone down than like make that friendship or like show them any love, you know? know. And that's just, like I live my life trying to be the opposite now because I, I really realized that. You it's, know? Hard. Just, it's hard. It's hard because we feel we're, like we're, more, more. I feel like we need more people like that. I guess it's hard because we're trained our entire lives to do that. We're trained our entire lives to immediately you gender someone, you you uh, you assign some kind of like sexuality to them. Usually it's that they're straight unless they act from like a certain way. You judge them by the kind of clothes they wear, the fit of clothes they wear, the, the date of the clothes they wear. I mean, before you even like say a single word to someone you already have them down for what they are what they like who they, what they're into and 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 like it we're just much more dimensional than that and i was really hoping that by the time the year 2015 rolled around we would have moved our society forward a little bit but it seems like we've gotten a lot worse about it we like become hyper subcategorized to the point where like that's all we want to be in is our little subgroups and like like wallow in our little like like, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, Ugh. I completely agree. And it just, it saddens me, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I do and believe I hate that like YouTube people, sorry, one more thing before no. you go, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I hate that YouTube personalities like that, like, they're trying to get a rise out of people. And yeah. obviously they do. But I just like, I hate that people fall for it and I hate that they become popular and I hate that it becomes this thing or this joke or this whatever because 
honestly, like every mean spirited YouTube video that's out there that hits someone hard. And even if it's just one person, like that's still horrible. Like you're still ruining someone. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you know, that, that one person who saw it, who maybe even was a fan of hers, you know, that would like, who thinks, Oh, she's funny. She's cute. I, I, I love her. And then suddenly like, hits that subject and, and just like it just it literally is a punch in the gut you know and yeah absolutely you know and instead of just promoting being healthy which i mean absolutely people should be promoting being healthy because i mean you want to be healthy we want but that's those are two separate issues and i think people have a hard time understanding that you know it's one thing to be you know plus size or whatever and then you know but you can you're there are plenty of healthy people who are plus size you know it's and so She's not promoting being healthy. She's like shaming the ones who she perceives to be unhealthy, regardless of what their actual physical condition is, you know? Exactly. And my thing, I'm just like, that just boggles my mind. Because most people would look at me and think that like, okay, wow, she's completely unhealthy. She's probably going to be diabetic. She's going to be this or she's going to be that. Yep. And like, dude, I'm at the gym five days a week. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come and keep up with me. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, bitch. Come on. <laughs> well, I do hope this. I do hope if there's one thing I can say is that with Babe Fest and with B Collective and really everything you have done and everything you and Katie West do together for sure, you know, it, it exudes like positivity and it exudes just like, you know, uh, just what's the word I'm looking for? Just. Uh, I don't know. It's a celebration, a celebration of of women, a celebration of like just different people and doing wonderful things together. And I think being positive, even though it might not get the immediate like you know click love from YouTube, I it I think it's an, it's a more of a long term you know slow burning awesome thing to do you know. And I, I think that's fantastic. And I hope you guys just like are super successful with it and just kick a lot of ass. Oh, dude! Thank you so much. That honestly means. Like the world, thank you. <laughs> you know, and you know, Megs and I love the shit out of you guys. So, <laughs> and she's super yeah. honored to be part of it. Oh, that's awesome! We have to like hang out next year. I'm gonna make it there. Are you coming to New York City? You promise? I promise. <laughs> Are you? Uh, what's it called? Pinky swear. I'll pinky swear you All for right. sure. <laughs> and you can bring Katie too. We love Katie. You guys can just come. You can crash on the couches and and Evie. You know, she's amazing. She would love to meet you, my daughter, and we would love to have you guys. Oh, that would be amazing. But we totally, next year, we have to send it up. Sure. Absolutely. Faith, thank you so, 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 so much. Uh, I really do appreciate you doing this with me. And um, I, I just, like I said, I think you're great. And just keep on keeping on, all right? Oh, thank you so much. Honestly, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks so much for your time. All right. Love you, Faith. Okay. Love you, too. Good night. <laughs> Bye.